What is up, Anchor Nation? This is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you again for another episode live. We're doing it live and ad-free on my podcast, Southeast Third, on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're doing all right. It's nice, clear weather here in Central Texas. Not too hot, not too cold, kind of just right. Didn't start out that way. This morning was kind of shitty, so... Uh, update on my job. I'm still plugging along, still doing okay, doing a lot less patient care, a whole lot more, um, what's it called, administrative uh, aspects, uh, glorified clerk, and um, I'm, you know, I, I don't get why it's so serious. I, by the way, that song was The Offspring. Let me give that some credit. The Offspring, getting you started on the podcast today, they... Uh, They've actually been kind of quiet here recently. They, I don't think they put out anything new. Um, their lead singer is famous for um, starting a nonprofit to cure AIDS, which I thought that was kind of fucking cool. Um, he's also a scientist in some way. I can't remember if it's chemistry or bio, biomedicine or something else. But yeah, regardless, uh, kudos to the offspring for trying to, I don't know, solve some of the real world problems. And you got all these fucking artists who are like, oh, it's my art and it's expression and I want to be true to the form and bleh, suck a dick. <laughs> really, man. You know, I'm going to get out on a soapbox here for a second. These artists, these actors, these performers, they all get up there and they try to tell people how to live or what the right way to live is. And they, they try to talk about what they promote, support. I'm like, motherfucker, if you're not trying to cure a disease, if you're not trying to save an endangered species, if you're not telling people to fucking recycle and try to go greener with their energy consumption, if you're not doing that stuff, I don't give a fuck. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what you do with bathrooms. I don't care how you dress. I, I don't care if you're trying to do sexual reassignment surgery. None of your personal life choices matter to me rather than the things that impact the world I live in. If you're going to jump the shit up and I have to deal with that, then that affects me. Your liberty stops there. You don't get to just fucking trash this planet while I'm living in it. That's not going to work. We're going to have to, that's where I draw the line. When your shit that you're doing affects me, I'm over it. We're going to stop. We're going to have a conversation. And if we can't have a conversation, then we're going to have a fight. I'm starting to become more like John every day. I'm getting ready. I'm drinking one of those fucking energy drinks, and I'm just going to be cranked up. Cranked up and ready to go. Keep it in the chamber. Uh, like he described it with the revolver. That didn't make any fucking sense because you can't put one in the chamber of a revolver. That's not how that works. But, you know, but that's his logic. He wants to use it. Fine. Whatever. You know, I'd, I'd rather go with the 16-round magazine or a 16-round clip for a pistol. There's there's a difference for those of y'all that are like, what the fuck's he talking about? A clip goes in a pistol, a magazine goes in everything else. Moving forward. So, you know, you're going to do that shit. I'm gonna, I've got one loaded and ready to go on you. You're going to be fucking messing up my planet. I've got to live in this shit for the rest of my life. I, I'm not going on that trip to Mars. If I was going to Mars... If I had like got approval and it's like, hey, we want to want you to be one of the thousands of colonists we've selected to colonize Mars. It's a one-way ticket. Then I could give a fuck what you do to Earth. I'm not living here no more, man. My family's all older and dying, so fuck it, fuck it. Y'all just let you know do what you want. Turn it into a toilet for all I care. I am going to Mars, but that's not the case. That's not the case. I am stuck here with all you fucks that don't care about 
not littering, that don't care about putting CO2 in the air, that don't care about all kinds of crap that I need you to care about because you're so concerned about getting what you need in the moment when you need it. You're all now, 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 you know, and I don't care what it costs to get it now. I just want it now. Uh, I know what I want. I want it now. It's my money and I need cash now. You know, that's how everybody is these days. Uh, you know, I can keep going on this soapbox, but I meant to call to talk to y'all. I said, I meant to call. Uh, I meant to talk to you all about my job. Um, you know, and if this is just one little piece of the healthcare pie with the work that I'm doing. And I mean, when I say a piece, it's like a crumb. Like if you, if you take, um, uh, a pie, well, what's a very big pie? Uh, oh, fuck it. We'll say a cake. If you take, uh, you know, a 10 tier wedding cake, one of those, um, masterwork pieces of, of perfection that some Michelin star baker put together, uh, I'm one crumb of that cake. That's my outlook on, you know, the medical system. But I can at least tell you from government healthcare that motherfucker, this shit is deep, redundant, redundant as shit. I'm doing all kinds of tedious tasks. I don't mind it, but you've got to check, double check, and triple check everything you fucking do. And then there's going to be somebody that audits it. There's going to be somebody that comes back after you've verified three different times what you're doing is accurate and correct. Someone else is going to come behind you and make sure it was all correct to begin uh, after that. Like, it's going to be an all-inclusive um, review. And I, I just, I was like, shit, man, do we really have to do this? And at first, I was not sold. I'm like, There's, this is not necessary. I don't need to do all this stuff. It's wasteful of time and resources. Like, the, the paper we've got to take to print all this bullshit. Um, the stickers we got to go through. You know, this is all money. And it adds up over time, you know. It may not be millions of dollars, but it's definitely hundreds of thousands. Anyway, what sold me on it is there was an EKG reading that I got. Um, an EKG is how you check heart function. Uh, you can check for all kinds of stuff in an EKG. You can save someone's life with an EKG. However, if you put the wrong EKG in somebody's file, you could kill that person because they're going to give them a medicine that stops their heart or makes their heart quit or uh, causes their heart to get damaged. So it's very important that that goes where it needs to go and without mistakes. So I get the, the, the paperwork and I've got to scan it in. And on each fucking page, it's a 10-page packet... On each page, I gotta put this little plastic, or not plastic, I gotta put this little sticker, um, and I've gotta put a sticker on each page with the patient's name, their social, and I think their date of birth is on it too. I know their name and their social is at least. So, I mean, I, I don't, I try not to spend too much time looking at that because this this eats up a lot of time. So I try to be, you know, efficient and just verify name, last for the social is correct. Okay, you know, you got people that have the same first name and last name, but they will not have the same social. Um, that is that is very rare. One in like a hundred thousand people will have that. So, you know, I check that and I start putting things on. And so the first thing I do is I match my sticker against the paper that's in my hand because I don't want to have accidentally picked up another page. I've got stacks of paper and papers lying around, so I need to make sure I'm doing the right thing at the right time. And I'm looking at it. I was like, oh, this says 0297, and the actual number is 0397. That one little empirical error meant that I had to go through each page, mark that number out, 
and put the sticker on and I'm like, well, in this instance, the sticker actually is needed. But the fucking hundred other times, I don't need it because the name is right, the date of birth is right, the fucking location is right, the, the, the fucking social, social security number is right, you know, but yeah, that's what it was like, wow, this one time I caught an error, so, you know, if I don't do this every time, another error is going to get, uh, an error is going to get past me, you know, I caught this one, um, I, I had a trainer with me and I was like, hey, this number is wrong. And I'm like, it's just one number off. I'm putting a sticker on it anyway. There's no reason to have to, you know, draw attention to it. But she was like, oh, yeah, you got to mark all those out. Oh, fuck. Well, all right. We'll mark them out. So I mark them out and I scan them in. But, you know, that was probably the fifth thing that I scanned as far as patient records go. And I'm like, there's a note in their medical record talking about what we did. Then there's a note for the billers to bill. And then there's a physical copy scanned Um into the electronic record for a digital copy and then the physical copy is put into a packet and given to the person so there's four fucking copies the original and three replicas uh, that's well let me say that correctly there's one original and three copies so there's four documents four for one thing an EKG it's like shit man do we is this all necessary well apparently yeah apparently lots of fucking errors get made and when it's made in the electronic health record that's big because from one patient provider interaction from what interaction you've got 10 other things that come from that and the interaction is the patient is given a room on the floor that I work on let's say it's the second floor and there's like five or six floors that I can work on and then there's another building I can work at so altogether you know there's like seven different locations I could go to uh, give or take I can't really remember we never really talked about it all but regardless so you get that patient in that room. This is one person out of, you know, what was it? I think, uh, how many new patients did we have last year? 100,000? It was over 110,000 new people were checked into that hospital. Um, so let's say one in 110,000. And this one person is getting put into a room in a hospital. And from that one, um, you know, documented interaction, 10 more interactions happen. And that's low. That is low because you've got to document what medications you've given them every time you've given them. So if they're at that place for three days, you know, if you're giving them three medications three times a day, that's 27 interactions you've got to document. Fuck. So what if they're getting transported and the doctor wants them to get a CT scan? you got to document that. What if they got to have surgery and they've got to be transported to another location because their surgery is specific and we can't do it where we work? You got to document that. What if they're just going to an appointment but they're coming back? You got to document that. <laughs> you got to document that. You got to document that. And if you think you might have to document that, you got to document that. And that's kind of what my job is right now. So I'm okay with it. I'm nowhere near as stressed out as I was when I was having to fucking uh, juggle, you know, 10 patients at a given goddamn time, and I had to move patients here, there, and everywhere. You know, this guy that I used to work with, I saw him as I was leaving, and he's like, uh, oh, you found another job here. I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a medical support assistant. I'm an NSA. He's like, oh, that sounds awful. I said, it's not. It's way better than dealing with that shit. And my, my honesty is kind of, you know, coming off a little strong right now um, because I'm still... I say, I was going to say I'm still pissed off. I'm not still pissed off, but I am still uh, really quickly angered 
I, I, it won't not take me long. Like you're hearing me, hearing, you're hearing me struggle right now because I'm trying not to just lose my shit right now, talking about this stuff and what happened to me in that ED and how the conditions were. You know, I'm still angry, I'm still angry inside. And if I start bringing it up, I start getting angrier. Right? That's the more accurate way to say it. Like, yeah, a piece of me is still pissed. And if you want me to get even more angry, ask me about it. Tell me to explain. So I'm in there talking and, um, you know, I tell them I was a GS7. I, I stepped down to a GS5 to take this job. And they're like, you really did that? I was like, yeah, that's how much I didn't like working there. And I, I started talking about how initially when I got hired on, um, I ran into some situations that ended up costing me money. I had to pay it back like 2000 bucks, uh, 1700 for a check, and then the 600 that was taken from me that I never got back. Um, and, you know, I, I started, like, getting into it, and I said that I dropped the F-bomb, and I caught myself. I didn't just, like, scream out, fuck, you know? <laughs> I, uh, I caught myself, and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me meditate for a second. <sighs> Take some breaths. That's all I'm going to say about that, because obviously you can tell I get worked up when I talk about it. So just understand I didn't like it. <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that. So right now... Um, all I'm dealing with is, uh, you know, I've got to verify over and over again what I'm doing is right. And, you know, the people that do these jobs, they've been doing it so specifically for so long that it's affecting how they do things outside of their tasks, like reading an email. So when you make a mistake in one of our um, software applications, it's a billing software application, you know, you press these buttons and it backs you out. And you can start all the way over because nothing when in the health record when you start making entries and you make mistakes that's a problem because someone has to go behind you and delete those and fix them and give a reason why and yada yada. But in the billing application, it's real easy. You made a mistake. Oh, just back. Just uh, do uh, shift six. Shift six. You go to the back. Back to the previous menu. All right. Hit it again. You go back again, and that's it. You know. And once once you've completed the action. Well, then, yeah, then you need to make some changes and, you know, that, that can be a problem. But, but it's, it's real easy. You just cancel things. Cancel this, cancel that. Justification entered in error. No problem. Easy. But these people, like this lady that's training me, you know, she's in her 50s, late 50s, uh, maybe even 60s. Um, she's good at her job. She knows her shit backwards and front. You know, she's been there for over 30 years or something like that. But she's been doing her job a certain way that, you know, she's reading this email and the email has the message from the person that sent it and the quoted text or the text from the previous email below it. She's reading this email and I'm looking through it. I'm skimming. She reads a little bit slower than me because she's older. No, no, no issue. But I'm able to get ahead and I'm looking through it. And I'm like, oh, she's talking about this. But the lady that this email was sent to, she's reading it. And she's like, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm going to back out and I'm going to go to the email before it and read that one. I'm like, you don't have to do that. You can just read what's below it. What? 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 <laughs> I'm just sitting there like looking at her, looking at the screen. Did she just do that? She backed out of the email and went into another email that had the same words as the email she just left. You just had to keep looking. You just had to look down a little bit and read. You know, if, if your vision is that bad, <laughs> I think it might be time. Oh, hey, there's Hawk. I think it might be time to uh, get your prescription changed. But I'm like, you know, that's, that was just one little little thing that I'm like, Man, these people make this job a lot more consuming, time-consuming than it needs to be. 
You know, and then I started thinking about when I was at the emergency department, we had this thing called an EDIS board. And the EDIS board had all irrelevant information if you were looking for somebody or you needed to know something about somebody without going into their chart. You know, if you need to see the dosage of medications, you got to go into the chart. But if you're just trying to see where a person is in the hospital, you can look at the EDIS board. Oh, they went to radiology. Oh, they went back to the domiciliary. Oh, they went to the second floor. Excuse me. Saliva's getting kind of thick in my mouth. I need to drink some water. I hope y'all are drinking water. Don't forget that. Um, so you can get on that EDIS board. And I was like, dude, wouldn't this be nice if we had something similar to the EDIS board that we could all use? And it would be so fucking simple. Any comments you need to make about the patient, you could put on the EDIS board. Patient scheduled for surgery at this time. Um, this is their dietary plan. You can put that all in the comments. And, uh, you know, maybe you can't see it because there's so much freaking information there that, um, you, you know, you can only see a few words. Well, click on the box. Open the box up. And all the data you need to see is in um, kind of like a panel, like a screen panel. And that screen panel will, will have a chart, a flow chart that starts from beginning from admission to discharge and all the things that are expected to happen in between. Um, the idea is that this is going to be just like what we used on uh, the treatment room, a soap note. A soap note starts off with, you know, well, you know what, I'm not going to get into it. It's four, it's four compartments and in each compartment specific information is entered. You can do the same thing with this page. Um, here's the admission block. All your admission information goes in there. Here's your discharge block. All the discharge information goes in there. And all the things that happen in between, there are blocks for those. Um, you know, transport to here to here and then back to the room. Um, transport to this hospital, to his, from this hospital to that hospital, and then back to this hospital. Uh, patient died. You know, we got a whole protocol for that. And I'm just like, this, this could be so much easier if we had something like what I'm describing. Because what we have now, I've got to have like four different software applications open. And i got to bounce between all of them. I gotta schedule appointments. I'm like, shit, dude. There's gotta be an easier way. There's gotta be an easier way to do this. So I'm gonna game plan some ideas. Um, not necessarily, you know, write some code because I don't want to write fucking code. But I met somebody that does write code. He's actually getting his bachelor's degree right now, and he's got about uh, one semester left. He's gonna graduate in May. So might be an opportunity. Um, gonna talk to him a little bit, see what he thinks, but. This could just make things so much fucking easier. So much easier. Reduce errors. You know, you don't have to spend so much time fucking verifying, verifying, verifying. You know, just just select some drop-down menus and type some shit in a, in a, in a, a, a line. You know, or a line of text. Alright? I mean, it's not hard. Uh, verified patient transport to radiology at this specific time, at this date, this person took them. Okay easy. This is the time they came back. No problems encountered during transportation process or examination. No problems. Because sometimes they do have problems. Sometimes you can send somebody to MRI and they have a panic attack. I mean, that, that machine is, is cramped. you got some people that are claustrophobic or fat. They get in there and they feel like they're getting stuck or they can't breathe or, um, you know, something goes wrong and the next thing you know, somebody's calling a code. Hey, we need a nurse down here. Like, well, that's, they're fine. They're just having trouble breathing because you're laying them on their back and they're fucking 450 pounds. Uh, which I think for the CT scanner, <laughs> the weight limit is 400. So <laughs> if that thing would even work, I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. Um, 
all that to say, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about my job at all. I'm worried about um, being distracted. That's going to be my biggest thing because it's loud. People are talking. Uh, people are yelling. You know, they had a patient up on one of the rooms, one of the rooms, in one of the rooms today on the second floor that was just randomly cursing and screaming, telling people, come here. Um, and, and not just people, I mean nurses. And, you know, just being an overall distraction, that was fucking shitty. Um, got to pause real quick. All right, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just worried about being distracted because that happened a couple of times where people were talking about a patient that they were working on who had had a stroke and um, his speech pattern was jacked up. And I recognized that because I worked on that guy twice. And so while the trainer's trying to talk to me, she stops what she's doing to have a conversation with someone else. I take advantage of that space to talk to these nurses. And I was like, is this patient so-and-so? Because I worked on him. They're like, yeah, that's him. I was like, oh, man, getting his IV line started was a nightmare. He was rough. And, you know, for like a minute or two, I'm talking. And she she's talking with someone else. And so for the, that moment, the trainer and me were not doing what we were supposed to be doing. We had about two minutes of no training happening. So I, I'm already starting to think like, shit, man. When there's all these things that need to happen, I hear them talk about patience. I've got to tune that out. I can't pay attention to it. You know, my eagerness to do procedure and to be involved in patient diagnoses is going to get the better of me. <laughs> you know, that's not my stay in my lane, man. Stay in my lane. That's what I got to work on going into this job. Just stay in your lane. Do what you got to do. Make sure you're not scanning the wrong documents. Um, pick up the right packages. You know, all that stuff. All that stuff. So not... <laughs> Not giving the wrong med to the patient. That thank God I'm not doing that shit. You can kill somebody that way. Give them a freaking brain bleed. Whew. Hopefully, I will never make that mistake. Um, you know, mistakes do happen, so you never know. But knock on wood, that that never happens to me or anybody that I'm taking care of. Shit. So, uh, that's all I got for you today. Would talk to you more about the cruise, but I think I, there's nothing really else I can tell you. Swam with some dolphins. That was badass. Um, I really wanted to treat it like a puppy and like rub its belly and shit, but I don't think, you know, I don't know what, what touches of affection dolphins actually like. Uh, I know they're more activity-based. They want to fetch. They want to jump. They want to swim. They want to all that stuff. So uh, the trainer was having a, a field day, you know, throwing stuff for the dolphin, and the dolphin was fetching it. That was pretty cool. Um the, the submarine dive that we got to do was awesome. Um, the water was just so incredible. You know, just all around. Not, even, not just in the submarine. The water is just incredible in general. You go to Houston, Texas or Galveston, Texas. Or hell, even Corpus Christi. You go to all those water port cities. Water port cities. You, you know what I'm saying. You go to those, all those port cities around the, the Gulf of Mexico that are U.S. based. You know, Gulfport, Mississippi or some whatever city in Louisiana is by the Gulf. Uh, New Orleans, or I don't know, whatever else got fucked by Katrina. I can't think uh, what they were. Um, any of those cities are going to have shit water. It's going to be fucking green, and it's going to stink. But down in Costa Maya and Cozumel, that water's so fucking clear, you can see the rocks on the fucking bottom of the, the lake, or pond, or ocean, or wherever you're at. Wherever you're at, the water is crystal clear. Crystal clear. You know, I mean, it's so blue... That everything turns blue when you when you dive down, um, and the science behind that is you know the light gets absorbed and only blue is reflected or some shit. 
but you know, the stuff that would normally be like green or, or orange doesn't look that way because it's so fucking blue. Whereas, you know, you go out to fucking Galveston and you step in the water as soon as you get up to your, your shins, you can't see your feet. <laughs> that's how bad that shit is. So, um, anyway, that's all I got for today. I got to get on in the house, uh, actually do something with my life. Um, gonna get blood working, uh, check out with my doctor tomorrow. I had a scan done on my shoulder and my knee. Maybe she'll give me some good news. I do not want to get surgery. I do not want to get fucking surgery. Y'all keep me in mind. I do not want to get surgery. So, until next time, this has been Aaron Rollins on Southeast Third. Y'all keep drinking water. Keep taking care of yourselves. I appreciate you tuning in. This has been Aaron Rollins with Southeast Third, live and ad-free on my podcast on Anchor. I am signing off.